This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Thursday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friend Matt back again, and we're ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group Rundown. It's brought to you by the Rhodes Group. You asked the question, Matt, who is the Rhodes Group? Well, the Rhodes Group is the independent insurance agency that I trust to get my family the best home and car insurance policies. As the old saying goes, time is money. And as insurance rates continue rising, folks, faster than ever, you need to get at least 10, and I stress 10, insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. Otherwise, you're going to spend hours doing it yourself, save the time, the frustration, and hopefully the money with one independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group doing the shopping for you. Plus, you'll get peace of mind, which comes with comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, all the things we really don't know about. And there's a pretty good chance we would mess up. Get in touch with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group to make sure your policy is done right. They've set up a landing page for our listeners. You can go directly to get those 10 home and car insurance quotes at Rhodes-Group.com slash churnoff. They spell it R-H-O-A-D-S. Rhodes-Group.com slash churnoff, my last name. Or call them to get the 10 quotes at 678 678- Three four one nine six six seven. Well, Ronald Acuna made more history for the Braves last night in another comeback victory. We'll talk about all the ins and outs of one of the more exciting games of the Braves season. What's left remaining on the schedule, the Braves' magic number, and all things the division champs. We'll talk about coming up. Plus, I'm hoping Falcons coach Arthur Smith has more patience than most of the Falcons fan base. The Falcons get ready for a trip across the pond as they'll play Jacksonville coming up Sunday in London at Wembley Stadium. We'll talk about that matchup coming up. And it wasn't that long ago when Georgia-Auburn was a can't-miss football game. But those days are gone. And that's a frustrating thing for a lot of college football fans. We'll talk about that and more as the dogs get ready to head to Auburn Saturday for a 3.30 kick against the Tigers. But first, let me remind you, we're brought to you by our partners at Old Fourth Distillery. Football season's in full effect. Baseball postseason's around the corner. But let's focus on your football Saturday or Sunday. I know what you're thinking. Tailgating. Football, perfect Saturdays and Sundays. Well, Old Fourth has the perfect elixir. When you think football, you think bourbon. You think tailgating. You think all things that Old Fourth is known for. Old Fourth Distillery is going to make your football season a memorable one. They are perfect for your tailgate, enjoying your game day, and all things wrapped in football. Old Fourth's products are bottled in bond, aged all in Atlanta, and available statewide and online. We're talking Atlanta-made vodka, Atlanta-made gin, and yes, Atlanta-aged bourbon. When you think football season, think Old Fourth Distillery. You can find Old Fourth brands available at most Atlanta retail locations, as well as retail stores around Georgia, and online at o4d.com. 
The Braves were 6-5 winners last night over the Cubs in 10 innings. In the process, they clinched the top seed in the National League. More on the big picture in a moment. But I thought that game last night was a microcosm of the 2023 Braves. It's the most fun team in baseball who has the best player in baseball. If you want a comp, this is the Golden State Warriors of baseball. It's the Kansas City Chiefs of baseball. That's how good and unstoppable the Braves' offense has been this season. To put that in perspective, last night the Braves scored in every inning from the 7th to the 10th. In those final four frames, the Braves scored five runs, had seven hits, two stolen bases, a home run, and a couple of walks. The offense is just dynamic top to bottom. We'll talk more about it here in a moment. Let's praise Darius Vines, who made the start for the Braves, and I thought he pitched really well. Six innings, four hits, two earned runs, five strikeouts. And if you were watching, you saw that Vines got screwed. I mean, in a major way on a ball that was clearly fouled off the bat of a Chicago Cub, but it was ruled a pass ball. Somehow every umpire on the field missed it in live action, and for some inexplicable reason, it's not reviewable. So it just took Snit coming out trying to get the umpires to meet, seeing if they could find some pair of eyes that saw it. Nobody did. Snit got tossed. The game was tied at one. It's just baseball. For some reason, not allowing all things to be reviewable. You have the technology. Use it. And they didn't last night. So Vines did a good job overall. I thought the Braves' pen also on the whole did very well. Michael Tonkin looked very rested and pitched really well. That was a nice sight to see. Two innings, one hit, no runs, no walks, three Ks. Kirby Yates did not look as good. He pitched an inning, gave up a hit and a run, walked a batter and hit a batter. The Yates control issues bit him again, and this has sort of been the Kirby problem all year around what has been, I think, a pretty good statistical season. But he hit Dansby Swanson with one out in the ninth. Then he walked the next hitter. After that, he gave up a blooper, which gave the Cubs a four, uh, four to three lead. Now, that's not a big deal to give up a blooper, and it wouldn't have mattered without the hit-by-pitch and the walk. But the Kirby control issues have been there all season, which in my mind makes it very difficult for Snit to trust him in high-leverage spots in the postseason. But I would say every spot in the postseason is high-leverage. I don't, you know, it's one of those things you're going to have to use him somewhere, but you hold your breath. I saw this number from B Outliers on Twitter. Kirby Yates has a 15% walk rate this season. To put that number in perspective, Sean Newcomb's walk rate with the Braves was 12%, and we know how wild he was. So keep that in mind as we head to October. Jesse Chavez got the 10th inning, and he did his job fine, held the Cubs to two flyouts, which did give them the go-ahead run. But again, with the rules starting with the runner on second base, that's really all you can ask. The Braves' offense all night. A couple of things. First of all, they started early in the first inning. With the solo home run from Ozzy, that gives him 33 home runs. As a team, that would be home run number 302 from the, uh, for the Braves, which is five away from the all-time record. But the bats would go quiet from that point till we got to the seventh inning. In the seventh, the Braves got an Austin Riley walk, Matt Olson single, Marcelo Zuna reached on an air that got the Braves within 3-2. Then in the Braves' eighth, Acuna won out single. That's when he stole his 69th base. On one of the worst throws I've ever seen a catcher make at the major league level, he threw it to a vacated shortstop position, which was comical. Ozzie Albee singled, Acuna scored, that tied the game at three. We go to the Braves' ninth, where Marcelo Zuna, on a 3-0 pitch, turned on a ball and hit his 37th home run to tie the game 4-4. That is home run 3-0-3 for the Braves, which puts them five away from the all-time record. Michael Harris hit a bloop double. 
Wild pitch got him to third, but unfortunately, Sean Murphy grounded out. So we went to extra innings. Braves were trailing by a run when Ronald Acuna turned on MVP mode. If you ever want to see a picture of what an MVP does in clutch situations, Ronald Acuna, 100% the MVP, did it all in the 10th. He had a game-tying RBI single on a two-strike count that we've seen him do so many times where he hit a laser to right field. Then he stole his 70th base, becoming the first player in the history of baseball to go 40-70. He has 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases. There are not enough adjectives to describe how good this player is. And right now you're watching him in the prime of his, well, not even the prime. He's not yet to his prime, but he's at the peak of his powers that you're watching. And of course, he would end up scoring the winning run on an Ozzy Albee single. Tell me Ronald Acuna is not the MVP, I dare you. Like, I, I don't know what else you want him to do. He's having one of the greatest all-around offensive seasons in baseball history. Don't fight it. Embrace it. It's nothing against Mookie Betts. There's nothing against Freddie Freeman or Matt Olson, but this is the best player in the game, having a statistical season for the ages, and oh, by the way, he's the most fun player to watch in all of baseball. So with the win, the Braves have clinched home field throughout the National League postseason, meaning the World Series to get there will go through Atlanta. Their magic number to clinch home field throughout the World Series is one, but they have the tiebreaker over Baltimore, so it's essentially done. They'll end up having home field as well hopefully all the way through wrapping up a world championship. The Braves will send A.J. smith Shaver to the mound tonight for the Braves against the Cubs in this series finale. And the Cubs, man, they still have a, a postseason opportunity. They're right there with the Marlins, but two crushing defeats in back-to-back nights with their playoff hopes just kind of dangling, hanging in the balance. So we'll see what it looks like for Game 3 coming up tonight at Truist Park. Coming up on our menu, we'll talk about the patience of Arthur Smith when it comes to his quarterback as the Falcons get ready for a trip to London. But first, speaking of menus, First Watch serves its entire menu seven days a week from 7 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. And this fall at First Watch, hot honey is the new pumpkin spice. In its newest seasonal menu, the leader in breakfast, brunch, and lunch is partnering with Mike's Hot Honey to bring sweet heat to a custom recipe. If you're a pumpkin spice lover like me, don't fret. The new menu also leads into the other cozy classics from Pumpkin Pancakes, which are unbelievable. Cinnamon Spice Churros and the Pomegranate Pear Punch Fresh Juice available now through October 29th. Stop by a First Watch restaurant near you in Metro Atlanta, including the newest in Loganville and Atlanta Highway. It's complete with an outdoor patio and the weather is perfect for patio enjoyment. Plus an indoor brunch bar and you can always order online at firstwatch.com. The Falcons remain a three-point underdog as they'll face Jacksonville in their matchup Sunday at Wembley Stadium in London. Remember, that's a 9.30 a.m. Eastern time kickoff for that game. Now, this game will be Desmond Ritter's fourth start of this season, the eighth start of his career. I'll repeat, a third-round pick is about to make his fourth start of this season, only the eighth of his career. He's really a rookie split up into two seasons. It's been three games this season, seven overall, but, more, but boy, the, the hot takes on Desmond Ritter from the Falcon fan base, they have gone off the rails. Now keep in mind, the Falcons have a 4-3 and three record with Desmond starting. They're 2-1 and one this season. And I'll fully admit the win-loss record for a quarterback doesn't tell the whole story, but it is the main goal, right? So ask, ask the question, how does Desmond compare to other current quarterbacks in the league who started games early? How about the team the Falcons are going to face on Sunday? Trevor Lawrence of the Jags? He went 1-6 in his first seven starts, 3-14 over his first full season 
and he's 13 and 24 so far in his career. Now, he was the first round pick, the first overall pick. You're always going to have a lot more patience rather than the third rounder. There's no question, but I'm just giving you the raw data. Josh Allen of the Bills was 2 and 5 in his first seven starts, 6 and 10 in his first full season, and there were people ready to give up on Josh Allen. He wasn't accurate, didn't know if he would protect the football. Now he still is reckless with the ball, but we know the high-level talent of Josh Allen. Justin Herbert of the Chargers was 2 and 5 in his first 7 games. 6 and 9 in his first season. Tua Tagovailoa down in Miami was 4 and 3 in his first 7 starts, 6 and 3 over his first full season before getting injured, and Jalen Hurts of the Eagles was 2 and 5 in his first 7 starts. So I repeat, the Falcons are 2 and 1. They haven't started a season 2 and 1 since the 2017 season. But a huge faction of the Falcon fan base has made their decision on Desmond Ritter, which I think is laughable but predictable. I knew it was going to happen. There is no patience, no time to let anything cook. This is not a first-round talent, so it might take him longer to cook. And I have no idea if Des is going to be a player or not, but I keep saying that. And eight starts isn't going to change it or nine or ten. But let me read you just some of the – I clipped these from social media. Here's a Falcon fan named Ryan who said the Falcons have been more than fair to Desmond Ritter. It's not too late to reach out to Matt Ryan – or explore trade options as the team is off to a solid two-and-one start. Enough is enough. Okay. Here's another from a fan named David. Desmond Ritter might be the worst quarterback I've ever seen. He's so scared all the time. Here's another one from Michael. Ritter sucks. He's not an NFL quarterback. Here's another one from Doug. Can someone please tell me why Desmond Ritter cannot throw the football? These go on and on and on. Seven starts. Third-round pick. Doesn't have an elite arm. Doesn't have... Uh, he has good mobility, but doesn't have the want to run. Doesn't have uh, pinpoint accuracy. Doesn't have all. He's got good skills, and he shows flashes. But start seven, and people are like, oh, I know what he is, and I know what he's not. Nobody's got patience. The hot takes will continue after start eight, start nine, start ten. I hope Arthur Smith, though, if he really believes in Ritter, has the patience to stick with him. Stick to your guns. Ride this out. Go through the whole season. Like, if the Falcons are 2-4, and four, for instance, or 2-5, and five, I'm just giving you a number, and Arthur Smith panics and goes to Taylor Heineke, guess what? We're all back to square one at the most important position. And then I would really question Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot's evaluation and conviction. That would come into question for me. If you believe in this quarterback, you'll ride the highs and lows. You won't get swayed by early season struggles, which you know are going to happen. He is a young guy who hasn't started many games. That is part of the deal. It happened for Trevor. It happened for Tua. It happened for Herbert. And those are first-round picks. It's going to happen for Desmond as well. All right, we'll talk about a time when Georgia-Auburn felt big and special because those days aren't on the menu right now for us. But let's talk about the menu at the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. If you stop by the Daily Draft, which is my go-to sports bar, again, downtown Woodstock on Main Street, you'll see a brand-new menu with all kinds of right answers for you for a boys' night out, a family dinner. They do kids eat free on Thursdays, great trivia nights, and the best big screen in the burbs to enjoy your college Saturday or your pro Sunday. I would hunker down on that couch they have right in front of that big screen and make it an all-day affair. You have a craft beer bar to your right. You have self-serve taps right in front of you. And you have great views of all the games on all the screens on the two-level sports viewing paradise that is the Daily Draft. Again, downtown Woodstock on Main Street. If you live in Roswell, Canton, Alpharetta, Milton, Kennesaw, you're not far from the Daily Draft. Check out the best 
Big Screen, the best sports bar in the Burbs. You can find out more online at thedailydraft.net or follow The Daily Draft, Facebook, Instagram for all the goings on at my go-to sports bar. The Daily Ten is also brought to you by Tribute Wines. We're right now in the heart of football season, so you're going to be stressed. We all get stressed watching our favorite teams play. Well, after one of those really stressful Saturdays or Sundays and you're kind of chilling out, relaxing, don't you want to do it with a great bottle of wine? Well, I highly recommend the Sauvignon Blanc from Tribute Wines. Frankly, I would tell you to check out any of the offerings from Tribute Wines available at most fine Atlanta retail locations, but the Sauvignon Blanc, it's a winner. It combines bold notes of citrus, grapefruit, pineapple. The Sauvignon Blanc from Tribute Wines was featured in Wine Enthusiast Top 100 Wines of 2022 for a reason. You're going to love the taste. You're going to love the value. You're going to love all things that Tribute Wines has to offer. This is a local winner for everybody in Atlanta and in Georgia. Check out Tribute Wines, available at most fine Atlanta retailers. The Tribute Wines Bold Flavors, Strong Bonds. Folks, it wasn't that long ago that Georgia-Auburn week, man, it felt big, right? There was legit sports hate between these two programs, and I say that as a compliment because sports hate's awesome. There was sports hate between the programs, the fan bases, whether it was Nick Fairley's dirty hits on Aaron Murray, or Gus Malzahn saying we beat the dog crap out of them in 2017, or Georgia fighting back and beating Auburn uh, to give themselves a chance in an SEC championship game to go to the playoff. Well, those days are long gone. This game coming up Saturday in this series has been so one-sided in Georgia's favor. There's just no buildup. There's no hype. The Georgia fan doesn't worry about the game. The Auburn fan doesn't feel good about the game. And that's Auburn's fault for being so mid over the last couple of years. Georgia's won 9 out of 10 in the series. Here are the scores of the last three games. You ready? Georgia's won 42 to 10, 34 to 10, and 27 to 6. When you have a 32-point victory, a 24-point victory, and a three-touchdown victory, there's no reason for buildup and hype. Now, maybe Hugh Freeze in time... We'll get Auburn back to a place where this game does have the hype, the buildup, the excitement, and then the payoff on game day. It just doesn't feel like that time is now, or frankly, anytime soon. We shall see, but it's just a shame that one of college football's great rivalries, the Deep South's oldest rivalry, just not that way anymore, at least right now. All right, if you guys would do me a favor and hit the subscribe button, wherever you're listening, we're available on any and all podcast platforms. You'll guarantee you get the pod waiting for you every morning at 10 a.m. I will talk to you on the radio this afternoon in Atlanta at 2 o'clock on 680 The Fan. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily 10. Subscribe to The Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by O.
Wilson. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.